whatever it takes. Hello Radsters, you are listening to the Weekly Roundup and if you haven't been snapped by Thanos and his Infinity Stones, well here we are, I'm Dan. And I'm Alex and um, this is the big one, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, because in just a a mere couple of days, a couple of finger clicks away, we are going to be sat in the theatres watching Endgame. Hold on to your bladders because the Russo brothers have said... There's going to be no time to take a break and have a wee. No toilet breaks, guys. So um, train train those body functions because you do not want to miss anything. But before we get into that, we've had some feedback, Dan, haven't we? Yeah, so uh, Keir wrote in and he doesn't agree with your pop, cult- your pop culture opinion about Blade Runner. Okay. Um, he also disagreed that, disagrees that I disagreed. So... Let's have a bit of a rewind as to what we said in the last episode. Blade Runner is all hype and rather unnecessary as a film. I'm all cool with that. Moody kind of steamy streets, fine. But there's lots of um, lens flare and it all seems quite pompous and arty. Mm. I don't care if it's unpopular. I think it's shite. Um, and to, to that extent I mean they, they created a follow up 2049 Blade Runner back in 2017 uh, it was met with mixed reviews why make a mediocre film mm. to what I thought was an absolute rubbish original but hey the uh, reviews speak for themselves but yeah for me not a fan okay so I, I wasn't too much of a fan of Blade Runner for those reasons that I say. Um, but what's uh, young Kia's opinion? He says, I think you guys are looking at it as an action sci-fi film instead of exploring what it means to be human. And Roy going against what he ha- was created to be, a killer, with his last act he saves Deckard, breaking what he was meant to do, likewise with his memories making him human, even though they are fake, it's still real to him, and all he wants to do is live. Hmm. And I don't disagree with that, Keir. And again, we do welcome feedback. So thank you for your opinion. I still say is unnecessarily arty farty. Lens flare, just the, the whole kind of pomp and ceremony. I don't think it could have been or should have been delivered in that way. But hey, don't disagree. The uh, the concepts and the philosophical perspective. They are rich, but I don't think they'll deliver in the way they need to. But hey, that's cool. We're going to save space here in the weekly roundup. Appreciate your feedback, Keir. Um, thank you very much. Um, if you've got more thoughts or comments like Keir, halfway through this episode, we'll leave you the contact details. Please do get in contact and let us know your thoughts on what we've said in the previous episodes. Yep. Any new ideas for any new ones, or if you want to get in on the conversation, please let us know equally as well. But otherwise... Back to Endgame. We're going to be kicking off with some of our favourite theories. Some theories that we think are a little bit nonsense. Not many one, not, no one really wrote in for this one. No, and I think that's because perhaps they might be inundated with so many theories, or perhaps, I'm making a guess here, they just don't want to um, 
you know, to, to jinx things. Perhaps they just want to sit back, relax, and let the gloriousness of those 10 years culminating wash mm. over them uh, and not get uh, swept up in the hype. But we will do it for you, listener. So uh, that's why we've done all this research. We've picked and chosen our most favourite ones. We have some of our own. Um, and I guess the way I've split it out, Dan, is I've I've split it out between dead certs, what I actually think is pretty much going to happen. Yep. And I've got then everything else. Okay. From the weird and wonderful. Um, do you want to make a start, shall I? I'll make a start. Okay. I'll, I'll start us off lightly. Yeah. So Hawkeye yeah. is going to pass the torch. So I think it's trailer two. We see Clint Barton, who appears to be training someone. Yeah, there's a, a young girl in a field, and um, she's shooting an arrow into a tree. Now, it could be his daughter, Lila, who we met in Age of Ultron, but the ages don't quite match up. So the theory is it's Kate Bishop, who in the comics is the female version of Hawkeye, and she's part of one of the Avengers teams. There's so many of them in the, in the comic book world. Um, but in the comics, Bishop adopts Barton as a reluctant mentor before becoming a hero in her own right. Because mm. there, there are some, and we talk about this concept in a bit, but there are some time jumps that are inferred in trailers. Um, mm. It's only about three weeks after the closing scenes of Endgame, uh, of Infinity War to Endgame, but then there's a longer jump of six or seven years after. So Barton's children were what, five or six, say roughly? Yep. So she would still be quite a young teenager. I think the woman that we saw was was teenage, an older teenager perhaps. Yeah. So that wouldn't really marry up unless there's a further time jump and it's perhaps towards the end of the film. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, the Russos are throwing little red herons at us. Um, okay, so then if, if I come back to that one then, Dan. So yeah. um, one of my dead certs, which I'll cover first, is that it was all Doctor Strange's plan after all and he he knows how it's going to end and he's orchestrated it all along okay because he does say there's only one um i think it's out of several million like calculations 40 million 301 or something ridiculous wasn't it strange we all right <laughs> back your hey what was that going forward in time to view alternate futures to see all the possible outcomes of the coming conflict how many did you see 14 million six hundred and five how many did we win one um, yeah, instances where this could play out and they could win win the battle. Of course, they don't. Um, and he says they're in the end game now. Of course, it's now the title of the film. Um, he surely knows how it's going to all play out. Mm. He must know that he ends up becoming dust because they lost. So he's seen it. I reckon he has chosen a route that ultimately will end up playing out. And he is the architect of all the. Although it's not the nicest way to see a resolution and success. I think he's behind it all. I agree. Um, he does, in fact, I think, say that at the end of the film anyway. Um, and we know there is time travel. So my second dead cert is, of course, there is time travel. It will not be with Dot Strange. He is still dust. Um, but there is talk, perhaps, of being Stark Tech. Okay. Because there's little devices that they've seen um, when they were 
filming back to back Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. And they've got these little green discs on the house. I just remember the photos down. I think we touched on this in a previous episode at one stage. Yeah. And there's the scene photos of uh, Paul Rudd's Ant Man, but in the 2011's Battle for New York. Yeah. Well, he was never there. Unless he was miniature, but they still never introduced the, mm. uh, the character. So um, they definitely do a time jump and to key scenes um, from the Avengers timeline. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we know there's time jumps and there's a disparity as well because in the um, trailers, we know then, uh, the Russo has said that six or seven years has passed, um, which leads me to another theory in a minute. Um, but there are, there are significant time jumps and that can only be done as a result of anyone other than um, our favourite wizard. It's interesting you mention the time travel. Um, this isn't actually in my notes, but in one of the trailers we see Tony Stark and the Cap shaking hands. Yeah, because he says, uh, do you trust me? Yeah. You trust me. I do. So the theory is, this is a Cap in the past. Ah. Yeah. The, I, there wasn't much that touched on it, but someone believes it could be the past, because he's in his Winter Soldier costume. But again, we've seen see like the the clips where they're in their old stuff. So could modern day Cap bite the dust, and they have to look back to old Cap to help save the day? Yeah, Ooh. interesting. Because you could still get what everyone expects him to do, which is to ultimately meet his end, but then is then plausibly replaced. And alive again. Yeah. Hmm. I like that one. I haven't heard that one before. That's interesting. So touching on Cap. Yeah. So there is a theory that he will have a happy ending. This was one of my ones as well, yeah. Okay, so we can talk about this together. So it's widely expected, as you say, time travel will feature, will feature yeah. as a way to bring back our fallen heroes. So if we cast our minds back to Age of Ultron where Scarlet Witch used her powers on the Avengers, Thor and Black Widow's experiences were quite horrifying, weren't they? Yeah. Whereas Cap's was slightly nicer. Although we got all like the injured, wounded war heroes. Just quickly, Dan, sorry. That's a really good point to make. Because he goes on his date that he missed out on with Peggy Carter and you see them dance together. That's that's his happy ending. So I suspect he, I agree, he may not see the ending of the film. I think we know what that means between the lines. Uh, the contracts are up anyway. He has said he wants to do more directing, but he does love the character. Mm. So perhaps he either does die and he's reunited with Peggy, Peggy in the afterlife, or perhaps he's in the Soul Stone because he has to pay the price to bring everyone back. Because we know there's a price for yeah. for using the uh, the soul stone, um, perhaps that his way of um, laying down the ultimate sacrifice, and as we know, then being reunited with her, that could be prophetic. But no, the thing I was thinking of Dan, which which adds further kind of gravitas to the theory, is that if you remember back in the film, so what was Thor's flashback? He was with Heimdall, and his eyes were weird, yeah. and there was also like that bearing on the Infinity Stones, yeah. And his people were dying in front of him. Yeah. Ragnarok. That happened. Yeah. And then you've got the Black Widow's vision where she was reliving her past in the Red Room. Yeah, that's strange. And I wonder whether they're going to 
play that out in the Black Widow solo film now as we're talking about mm. it. Uh, we, we mentioned in the last episode, um, they've cast a, a number of different people to, to to have a role in that, so it looks like that's going to go ahead. Um, uh, what about Tony Stark? What was his? He didn't, never had one, did he? Mm-hmm. So if you remember, it's just ah, before the, the, the credits start, come up. He sees all the heroes dead. Where, though? They were in space. At the feet of what looked like was that planet where um, Thanos was. Yep. Um, the shield was broken in half. Um, and, and yeah, they'd all died. And Cap says, in his last dying breath, You could have saved us. So it makes me think, Dan, actually. Is that prophetic? We do see the Avengers die. Well, they, the snapping happens, so when mm. they die, not we, we. Well, we've got some other theories on that, but has that already played out? Has the Mind Stone mm. is a Mind Stone, isn't it? That, that yeah, it must be the Mind Stone because it goes on to Vision. Does that actually help to tell something about the future? I don't know. Who knows? I've never thought about it until now. But that everything that's happened back in Age of Ultron in the Visions have kind of come played true. Out. Now, there is a bit more bearing on the Cap and Peggy thing as well, which is why this theory has reared its head. Um, so in the first trailer, I, th- I think it's the first trailer, you see Cap looking down at that compass with the picture of Peggy in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did this before he sacrificed himself in the first Avenger. So he does it before he crashes into the sea. And Peggy's never really left his mind, has he? Has she? No, she's always been there as, um, I think, in, in every every real film that he features in, she's always been there in some capacity. Mm. Um, and almost like his anchor back to his his uh, you know, his, his origins. Um, yeah, perhaps it's, um, yeah, that's one way in which he can, as you say, have his happy ending. I mean, I will add further weight to this. So in trailer two, you know, we see a bit of the past of the Avengers, the original Avengers. Yeah, they're flashbacks, aren't they? We hear Peggy's line from the Winter Soldier and see her funeral again. Yeah. Marvel are leaning quite heavily on the Cap and Peggy past. So will they meet up again? We don't know what state the timeline is going to be left in after Endgame. This is true. So Cap might end up staying in the 40s, but that could mess the timeline up because Peggy was instrumental in being shield. in setting up shield yeah who knows but she may not have done this without the pain of losing him it's a nice theory but i fear there's a darker fate for our cap indeed and i guess if we must stay with a kind of macabre kind of feel to it um i think there definitely will be a death of a founding avenger yep. now whether it will be our beloved cap chris evans being reunited with their uh, peggy carter or will tony actually end up laying down the wire to save the universe as we have a throwback to Avengers when they had that uh, that heated engagement on the helicarrier. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. I know guys with none of that worth 10 of you. I've seen the footage. The only thing you really fight for is yourself. You're not the guy to make the sacrifice play, to lay down on a wire and let the other guy crawl over you. I think I would just cut the wire. Okay. So either way, these these guys are big bucks. They're really expensive to Marvel Disney. We know that, as far as we're aware, we're being told their contracts are up. Yeah. Um, it could be a way, depending on how they do it, they could be smart and say, "Well, 
you're gone now. Let's give the newer Avengers, the MCU um, heroes we've seen of Ant-Man, of Black Panther, of Winter Soldier, all of those characters, the limelight now. And if you want to come back, well, there's a sneaky way we could use a Soul Stone or something mm. so that they could still open the door. But ultimately, they could come to a point where you've got the Robert Downey Jr. effect, which he can just dictate his terms and they have to pay. Well, there was another theory that I read. Again, I didn't put these into my notes, but Tony Stark could get a happy ending as well. So I can't remember which actor it was, but they said there's a bit where they all all the actors and actresses come together. The theory is that Tony Stark and Pepper Potts will get married. Yes, um, but also uh, she might be pregnant. Indeed. So he does play to the whole kind of happy ending thing. He tried that at the end of Iron Man 3 when I suspect... Uh, Marvel at the time probably tried to sever their links with him before mm-hmm. then they they um, engaged in the in the final, last final phase because you remember at the end of Iron Man three yep. he's given up his armor yes. he's got rid of the the, the shrapnel from his heart um, he's 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 going legit for the better term and um, you know they are in um, kind of matrimonial bliss almost him and Pepper towards the end mm. of that film. But yet, yet we later see him in Ultron, I think, where he's building robots and he's still got suits, which is a strange kind of contrast to the Iron Man 3 film, which hit and miss, I think, in places. It's, it's okay, but not great. Um, and it was at odds with that kind of decision. So, yeah, they've already tried it once, whether he actually ends up seeing it again or whether that's like an alternate timeline. Mm. But in our reality, he doesn't quite do that because he has to take one for the team. I mean, these do kind of tie in as well with theory that my other half Claire sent me in with. So she said, Cap will die, Iron Man will retire, and Thor will become the new leader of the Avengers. Not Carol Davis? No. I mean, I've, I don't think I can recall an Avengers comic where Thor's the leader. It's either been someone like Captain America or Captain Marvel. Yeah. No, it, it would be it would be different. It would be unexpected. Um, they haven't talked about Hemsworth Hemsworth is he's the golden boy of Hollywood at the minute mm. he's doing the reboot of Men in Black International yep. uh, he's been in Ghostbusters it was a miss but ultimately he was in that um, yeah I mean he could conceivably be taking taking the torch forward as, as a lead I mean I'd happily have another Thor film especially with Taika Waititi at the helm who, did, who directed Ragnarok just fantastic so good yeah let that happen well if, we, if we've talked about then captains and I did mention about Cal Davis um, again one of my other dead certs this is the end of my dead certs now yep. then we're into to, to, to strange and wonderful weird territory um, Captain Marvel or Cal Davis doesn't save the day which is interesting because we briefly spoke about this tonight didn't we yeah so She's she's turned up three weeks late. Bloody hell, where were you? Well, we know in the trailer. Well, this is what she says. There are a lot of other planets in the universe. And unfortunately, they didn't have you guys. So there aren't any other heroes in other planets, unlike Earth. So she's had her, her work cut out for her. But um, ultimately, we know from the films, I'm not spoiling anything here, that they, they go and they face off with Thanos. They fly to the planet and they take him on yeah that doesn't quite go to plan because we then know six or seven years later there's still half the population of earth that never works 
but we don't see then Carol Danvers in that future timeline. There's no other no other scenes. That could be on purpose. They could have edited her out. Um, but I suspect because of her power set, we were talking in the previous, well, in the review, weren't we, the Captain yeah. Marvel review, she's on par, if not stronger than Thor at this point. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Um, so I think, personally, this isn't a dead cert now. This is in, in, in Strange Territory. I think she goes too far. I think they try and get Thanos to undo the snapping or um, try and get hold of the gauntlet. I think she is the reason why that's unsuccessful. And I think that's why then they ultimately have to sit it out until Tony can pull his finger out of his backside and the final alternate won't go back in time. Do you think she's going to get um, get it handed to her or do you think she might bite the bullet? I think either she dies, which would be unexpected, um, and her you know her screen time, at least for this time, will be short-lived. The, the, the fans won't be expecting it. And this is Russo territory mm. now. So as I'm saying it, I think he's almost looking like a dead cert. Uh, I think either she ends up not making that encounter, which would be a shocking moment, or she goes too far and they can't then use a the gauntlet because perhaps she's too strong and destroys it. Um, but either way, she doesn't feature in anything we've seen so far six or seven years later. She's not suited and booted in that white, in those glorious white suits. She isn't in any other scenes on Earth. I think she screws up. Mm. That is for those reasons why I don't think she's a saviour. Everyone thinks she's going to be. This is what I mentioned in the Captain Marvel review as well. I think if she ultimately won the battle for everyone, you're taking away everything from all the heroes we've built up over the last 10 years. Yeah, I mean, they've 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 got their own backstories, they've got their own strengths, their own weaknesses, and you're quite right, Dan, for someone to come in at the last moment, have a, a successful, don't get me wrong, a successful solo mm. outing film, I mean, what is now, must be gross one billion um, internationally in terms of box office sales. Um, so for her to waltz in seemingly take the limelight and then save the day it ain't gonna happen no sorry listener um, that's what you expecting so yeah that's my last dead cert it's almost a given she don't save the day I've got one that's sort of weighs in in the middle of dead cert slash possible and then it's got like little theories in between oh yeah so everyone who got snapped is in the soul stone yeah so in the comic book version, the souls exist within it. So whilst we don't see them with young Gamora when we see Thanos enter, he's like, what does it cost? He's like, everything. You don't see it. It's just those two. But they could still be there. They could still be there in the background. We just, we're not seeing them. Now, it does open a theory that Adam Warlock and Captain Marvel will release the trap souls. I think it's a bit far-fetched. James Gunn has already said that Adam Warlock wouldn't appear in Infinity War. So, could he possibly come into Endgame? I'm not sure. If he survives a snapping, probably because he is teased at the end of... Is it Ragnarok? Uh, Adam Warlock, he was teased in Guardians 2. 2, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> apparently he was going to destroy the Guardians, essentially. Somewhere down the line. Maybe we'll, if he doesn't appear in this film. Guardians 3, where... James Gunn has been reinstated, ladies and gentlemen. He has. Um, happy days. They perhaps... And one of my good friends, Ian, he suggested um, 
actually they were in the soul they are on the soulstone. Mm-hmm. He's always said that to be fair to him before any of the trades came out, so he might be on something there. But if we take another step forward, if we think about future proofing the MCU, expensive actors bringing in new blood, there could be two universes. Yeah, that could be interesting. Snap of a finger, they're not in the soulstone, but they're also not dead. So if you think, actually, all that's left behind are the OG Avengers. Okay. So um, they could be in their own universe, but actually all the new heroes are actually in a separate alternate one. I mean, we have seen a lot of heavyweight on the Quantum Realm, uh-huh. which is could open up different universes. There are different universes in the comic books, so we've got so many different Spider-Men. Yeah, we've, we've got the Ultimate Universe, which is one of the most... Um, I think heavily uh, crossovered uh, multiverse type mm. style um, events in uh, in the comics, especially with the Avengers. I wouldn't be surprised if you just say, right, all these these uh, original Avengers, you go to this universe, and when we want you, we'll call upon you, i.e. when you're ready to play ball and be as cheap as possible. But otherwise, all these new guys, you have fun in your new sandbox, and everything's rosy. Yeah, interesting. So I think that's why ultimately there could be two universes, but I still think agree that the Soul Stone probably is one of the most important of uh, of the Infinity Stones. Hmm. Interesting. So Loki, we yeah. need to talk about him. I don't think he's dead. He now, ain't brown bread, is he? Now we all know about the theory that he disguised himself as. Bruce Banner and went back to Earth and this is why the Hulk didn't play ball I think that's rubbish this one is just as ridiculous I had to pick this one out because I just think it's, it's ridiculous so Loki faked his death and I know you'll probably touch on this in a little bit yeah um, he disguised himself as Ant-Man why you why you get it yeah I'll elaborate so in the first trailer we see Ant-Man he sort of makes this very specific pose where he's extending his arms out either side of himself which is the typical Loki pose. Yeah. Um, so yeah so it's a famous famous pose for Loki but in the second trailer we see Scott Lang wandering through a post-nap world inspecting missing persons posters in yeah, shock. Yeah, yeah. Now Ant-Man managed to escape the quantum realm months, years after the snap. This could mean Loki wasn't aware of the snap until much later as well but surely if he's still alive he'd know what's going on this is Loki yeah. he's, he's the god of mischief he's smart so I'm going to throw this one out of the wind in the bin in the sea get, get in the, the sea, sea. Uh, <laughs> this is an interesting comment on this theory it's not unreasonable to believe Loki tricked Thanos some fans believe he may have watched himself die so I'll swing that one to you yeah, so we talked about this briefly before we recorded. Um, apparently some eagle-eyed viewers noticed that when Loki was bartering with Thanos, say, I can be your guide to Earth as a gift, here is a Tesseract. Um, in his left hand, if you remember in the film, yep. uh, of course the, the camera's to his left facing him, he um, materialises a dagger and tries to stab Thanos in the neck his left hand mm. but apparently he's right handed yes so why would he use his left hand to do do the dirty deed um, I think that is stretching but 
for such a tricky character to meet his end ultimately I'm not sure if I'd buy I mean the Russos have said anything that happened before the snapping everyone's definitely dead this is the Russos though and we know the time travel so they might be dead at a certain point in time mm. but that's not to say that that isn't undone when they no longer have access to stones as we talked about before so perhaps he ultimately isn't dead perhaps as you say he's sneakily in the corner watching him perish I don't know I mean just sort of throw a bit more onto that one so Tom Hilston was a little bit shifty that at Ace Comics Con when a fan asked him if Loki survived now we also know that on the Disney streaming service which we do touch on touch upon quite a lot in our episodes Loki's going to get a spin-off show yeah who knows I mean no one really dies in Marvel anyway everyone comes back I mean, how many times has Wolverine been killed off? Far too many times. Mm. Um, but then he has got a, a regenerating healing factor um, in Hugh Chapman's defence. Um, two more for me. Um, Gamora saves the day. Okay. She is... Well, she she did meet her end at the the bottom of the cliff. Quite unceremoniously flung... From the loving arms of, of Thanos. Yep. Her um, stepdad kind of role. Uh, foster parent. Foster parent. Kidnapper. Un- unwantingly. Yeah, very strange relationship. But anyway, um, she is thrust onto the rocks below. She's dead. Her soul is now in the stone. But there are some theories to say, actually, she manages to, from inside the stone... Um, will her way out or turns things around incarcerates him in there I don't know but there is a, a very weak theory that actually she's key to undoing all of this because the soul stone is so important if you don't have the soul stone you don't have the gauntlet no. and she has paid the price so whether or not actually she can um, turn the tides from inside will remain to be seen but there are some things to say that she's actually quite important because her relationship with Thanos is is inter interwoven. Uh, um, you can't have one without the other. Yeah, she will be in this film. There is no doubt about that. But to how much of an influence she has, um, they're suggesting that you know she can't just be sidelined because she is in in this this other kind of realm as a soul entity. She will have a bigger part to play. It's interesting. It's a good theory. It would make sense that she could be a, an MVP. It's a very interesting theory. Well, I'll finish off mine after yours, but I'm going to talk about my final theory about two other MV, MVPs. Okay. But um, over to yours. So my last one, as you would have um, heard in previous episodes, I was going to talk about Tony Stark's left arm. Yeah, now this is um, very anatomically specific, Dan. Mm. Um, so... What what do you mean by his left arm? And why not his right? Well, it's always a constant source of pain for our hero. And someone believes that this could be the key to stopping Thanos. His left arm? Yeah. So this theory actually comes from Redditor Dolly Bakels. So when Thanos snaps his left arm, is seriously injured. I mean, it's fried. It's the, the gauntlet sort of melted. The gauntlet is actually um, dented and it's mangled. So, okay, fair point. What if Tony does it in the past where he doesn't remember it ever happening? So the theory hinges on time travel again to, de- to defeat Thanos. Yeah. 
but the damage would happen if or when Tony wields his own Infinity Gauntlet and the damage could travel through time in either direction to which Avengers could distort the timeline messing with it earlier in the film. But since the Battle of New York, Tony has had a connection with Thanos, this allowing him to wield the gauntlet. He does have a unique relationship with the um, with the Mad Titan. So um, it could stand to reason, actually, that there's a, a bigger, more richer reason as to why they've got that relationship. I mean, there are holes in the theory, so I did look into a little, a little bit further. Um, so, I mean, in the first film, he gets blasted by a tank. In Civil War, he falls 100 feet and lands on his left arm. Iron Man 2, Whiplash hits him on his uh, left arm as well in the first fight. Yes, when they're in the, uh, the F1 uh, arena. Uh, in Civil War again, Wanda drops a car on him. And then in Infinity War, he's constantly using his left arm as a shield while he's fighting Thanos. Yeah, he is. So regardless of the theory, could Tony wield the gauntlet? Uh, I mean, it would, uh, it would earn a good sending off for him after years of heroics. But there is a bizarre way on this left arm theory. So throughout all of these films, we've seen Bucky Barnes lose his left arm. Twice? Three times? Fair to say? True. Thor in that sort of weird trickster moment where Loki cuts his arm off. He does on that planet in the the, uh, Dark World. It's his left arm. Uh, Then you've got Ulysses Claw in Age of Ultron. So Ultron cuts his left arm off. Yes. There's Yellow Jacket and Ant-Man. Then in Infinity War you've got Groot when he picks up the axe. He uses his left arm and then chops it off. So So Stormbreaker's handle is now Groot's old left arm. Yep. Um, Hulkbuster again in Age of Ultron where I think that gets ripped off by the Hulk and then yeah. replaced damn this is Illuminati level stuff isn't it but it happens to the Hulkbuster again in Infinity War where he's fighting um, I think it's Carl Obsidian the arm's fallen off but he attaches it and he shoots him off into the barrier yes but Carl Obsidian also loses his left arm he does in the portal with well, Doctor Strange yeah so huh it's an interesting one question Yep. Off tangent, kind of. Luke Skywalker. Yeah, so apparently there was... This was a um, a little throw to Star Wars as well. Especially through Phase lose, 2. He loses his left hand, doesn't he? He loses his left hand in his battle to Darth Vader. Mm. Okay. Of course, as we know, um, Disney own now some of Lucasfilm, or the rights at least to Star Wars. Um interesting stuff but however if, if Tony, what's it all mean if Tony was to die this way using the gauntlet I mean it would have a big effect on the Avengers mm. but that wraps it up for my theories well the final one and this one I'm somewhere on the fence of because it kind of makes sense and does kind of bring this all together if I said to you Rocket Raccoon yep and Nebula okay they are the MVP of Endgame what would you say now, Rocket, I'm not so sure about, but Nebula, again, sort of has that emphasis, like Gamora. Mm-hmm. Both essentially daughters of Thanos. Yeah. She was tormented. She's not the favourite. And um, we, we certainly know that in the last film where she's literally dissected before um, everyone's eyes. And I've heard Karen Gillan saying that Nebula and Thanos will 
have a fight. Well, Dan, if I said to you, if there is time travel and they are looking to perhaps try and take the stones back, but in the past, there's only... Everyone knows where the location of most of the stones are. Yeah. Throughout the last 10 years of the Marvel films. Um, various people, either on Earth or otherwise, either collect them in the collector or are, are held elsewhere. But there's only really two characters who truly can help complete the set if they were going to do kind of almost like a heist kind of um, film before the snapping happened if they go back in time to yeah. stop stopping from, from collecting them and cast them asunder so never then you know brought together as a whole I'm not too sure about this one but Rocket is one of the best thieves in the galaxy he's stolen people's eyes and prosthetic limbs. <laughs> um, he he um, he's quite underhanded, but in a comical kind of cuddly way. Yeah, this is true. Well, what we do know is the power stone that by the end of uh, Guardians One um, is kept safely on Xander. Xandarians have it stored away, um, nice and safe. Apparently, it's not caused because Thanos lays waste to Xandar, as he mentions um, in passing. He's not even given a nod. It's just mentioned in a sentence and it no longer exists. Yep. Um, but at this point, of everyone that is left who isn't dust, no one else knows apart from Rocket that the stone at a particular time was vulnerable and could be stolen from the Zandarians. This is true. The other thing is Nebula. Now, Nebula, apart from Thanos, is the only living, inverted commas, we don't know how well the people are at this stage in time, but the only other leaving person to know the location of where the soul stone is. Gamora obviously found it out before um, and had kept this information from her murderous father. Um, but of course we find out when it was shared in the last film that she had told um, Nebula where the location of the stone was. Yes. No. Okay. So you've got two individuals... Whether or not they join the Avengers, I don't think they do. They're probably just bolt-ons. Um, but you've got two members of the surviving cast who are the only two members of the cast who actually truly know where the locations of all the stones are. And well, we have seen Rocket and Nebula together in one of the trailers. We have. Because Rocket puts his paw on her hand or something think, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it could be, with the time travel, they actually use those two surviving members of that group to uh, ultimately find the location of those stones and they could be two, one of the two most important characters of the MCU to round off the first 10 years interesting now that will be a really interesting one because um, to be fair alright so Rocket is a, a big character in the Guardians franchise um, Nebula really is just like a a side reference yeah I think it's fair to say um for them to actually be brought to the front and centre and ultimately, you know, be the linchpin to success, that'd be really interesting. Mm. So um I'm not I'm not saying that's a dead set, but that would fit if they're gonna do this whole kind of heist film, let's get the stones before Thanos does kind of time travelling escapade, which we know kind of happens. Yeah. Because why else would you need to go to key events in Marvel history or the MCU? if you weren't going to undo something specific where there was a stone. Yeah. So, actually, that one could be left field, but could end up becoming a front runner. 
Looking forward to this one. Not not now, Dan. Just a, a mere couple of days from uh, from when this has uh, gone live out into the internet. I'll be uh, in Ireland, sadly. Um, but we found a cinema. Whether it be rammed, who knows? You mean you haven't pre-booked? Nope. Not yet. Don't don't you think you need to? I probably should. This day and age, mm. you can pre-book online. Yeah. I'll cry for you if you don't. I've booked my um, I booked my special seats at View Cinema. It's just around the corner from me in the south coast in uh, in the UK. Um, I'm ready to go. I might have to have a power nap between work, uh, looking after my little boy, and going to see the cinema. But ultimately, I'm ready to go. I've got the tickets. I've got the codes. I'm picking it up, and I'm taking no toilet breaks whatsoever. So you need to be fully prepared, Dan so that we can then do a, um, a follow-up review shortly afterwards. Absolutely. I'll, I'll get it done. Fear not. Make we'll, sure you do. We'll make this review happen. Make sure you do. Um, but um, let us know what your thoughts and theories are. Um, there's wild and wacky ones out there. Do you disagree with us? Um, or do you think actually some of what we've said has merit? Uh, you can get in contact with us on social media, so on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or even now YouTube, we'll start yep. to put our back catalogue on there. Very slowly. slowly. Surely. Um, you can also reach us on Spotify. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, should I say. Um, but ideally, on Anchor. Take seconds to download. Just search for us with Alex and Dan or the Weekly Roundup. And you can leave a voicemail. You can. So there's a little button there that says record a message. Uh, it's a voice message that you would do leaving a, um, a voice message on the phone. Um got to use it on the app though it is app not um, the web page enabled um, leave us a message and then we can have you directly into the episode um, and much like we did with Kia at the beginning giving us the feedback we can have you as part of the show um, and you can talk along with us from the comfort of your own phone absolutely but that is it for this week ah oh, Dan so next time we're going to be behind a microphone we'll be talking about Avengers Endgame oh, oh my god I'm so excited it's going to be awesome so yeah if you're that excited please do get in contact um share some love but yeah this is this is big stuff so um good luck everyone enjoy the uh enjoy the showing hopefully dan you do book your tickets and you get to see it um but let us know what your thoughts are after the film drops and then we can have them in um in the next review episodes which will drop but otherwise We've survived the snapping for the moment. I'm Alex. I'm Dan. And we'll see you on the other side.